Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Happy Monday, my Level Up friends. Last week, we spoke about being growth-focused versus goal-focused. We always want to have a goal and at the same time, be focusing on growth. A goal implies a destination. When we are focused on growth, we're always growing, expanding, and it's leading us right through the in-between, okay? This week, we're going to talk about habits. And I'm these are so simple, and I want you to understand how powerful they are, okay? I'm going to go over 10 habits that seem so small, so simple, and yet they have the power to create a ripple effect in the leader that we are becoming. So this is a quote by John Maxwell, and I love it. You will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. So we're going to be going over 10 simple, I keep using the word simple, yet powerful habits that have the power to empower you. Okay. And you know what? I love these. When we really think of habits, like as I'm going to roll through these, you're going to be like, I could do that. I could, I could certainly do that. And yet they're so simple that sometimes we think, well, is it really a big deal if we don't? Well, it is because our success is found in our daily habits and how we do anything is how we do everything. So number one, and many of these I'm sure you've heard, okay? So number one, wake up early. Now here's the thing. You might have a business like I have a business. I can sleep in if I want to. I talk about having the luxury of time and setting my own schedule and being my own boss. But let's not confuse that with having insane discipline and wanting to maximize on my day, right? We have all heard that the early bird gets the worm. There are studies and it's a fact that people who wake up earlier tend to lead happier, more productive lives than people do who don't. When we're up early, we don't feel rushed. Like I'm up every single day by 5.30, 6 o'clock, sometimes earlier. That's when I do my morning routine. I meditate, I read, I journal, I do affirmations. By the time my kids are up at 6.45 to get ready for school, my heart is full. I have fed me. I don't mean actually physically eaten, but like fed my heart, fed my soul, fed my mind, fed my positivity, fed my gratitude. I show up different for them. I could wake up at 6.30. I could be thrown into my day, but waking up early allows you to do everything with calm and with peace versus being rushed, right? So how you start your day creates your day. By waking up early, you own your day. When we feel rushed, we begin with kind of the energy that owns us, Plus, the reality is we get more done. Like today, it was seven o'clock in the morning 
And so I got everything that I needed to do. My son woke up. Bailey was doing school from home. I, my son woke up. I was able to make him an I'm not, And I'm not saying this to impress you, but like, this is what happens when I own my day and I feel peace. It's, hey, babe, good morning. How are you? What's going on? I've already got so much energy because I'm not, I'm not rushed. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I just woke up. I hit snooze. It's 6.30. He's got to get out the door, right? It's, what do you want for breakfast? You know, he's probably like, mom, like turn it down four notches. And then he's like, I will have, have um, turkey pepperoni omelet. No problem. What do you want for lunch? I want a burger. Okay, great. What do you want for snack? And how's everything going? And, and if I was rushed, I'd be like, you don't need a pepperoni omelet. Like you, you don't need that for breakfast. You know, have this, have a protein shake. Now he loves that, but sometimes he wants his omelets, right? You don't need to have a burger for lunch. Have a peanut butter sandwich. But when I'm in the right frame of mind, I realize how blessed am I that I get to make him breakfast, that I get to make him lunch, that I get to have this kind of loving energy in the morning, okay? So we get more done. We're on a mission to level up. And waking up early, we're we're full of energy. And creating our time is huge. So number two, I love this one, okay? I, I could actually do a whole sitcom on this one. Make your bed, Okay. And there's actually a great book to read on this and it's called Make Your Bed. That makes sense. And the author is William H. McRaven and he was a Navy SEAL. Okay. Making your bed first thing in the morning is one of the most powerful habits. First and foremost, your day is already off to a successful start. You accomplish something. It's like, ding, made my bed. You could check. If you're somebody like me, okay, I make lists for my list. I could make a list, which making my bed is not on it because that's just like a given. That's like saying, wake up and I don't even know, get out of bed. That's a given. Okay. So a God given, thank God I can. Okay. But if you're somebody like me, like I'll make a list and then I'm like, oh, I needed to do this. I will add it to my list just so I could cross it off, okay? So first and foremost, your day is already off to a successful start. You accomplish something. Now, I want to give you a tip, and it has the power to have a ripple effect on way more than making your bed. And I want to ask you a question. I want to know, what type of bed maker are you, okay? Are you a, I make my bed like I'm in the army type? You could bounce a quarter on it. Like, I'm meaning it's perfect. The sheets are pulled tight. The comforter is folded over just right. So the comforter's not pulled all the way up. Like it's folded over. Then you have the sheet on top of it. You're pulling it. It's crisp. It's perfect form. The pillow shams are in perfect form. The pillows are fluffed. All the sides are even. You're proud of your bed making type. It displays effort and excellence Or are you a, I made the bed, covers are pulled up. It really looked like who done it and ran. It may not be perfect, but it's done. Are you that kind of bed maker? Okay. Because this is huge. And I'm going to spend a few minutes on this. And because here's the thing, you might not think it's a big deal, but oh my word, how it is. And I want to remind you of a few things. Okay. First, I'm not here to criticize you but I am here to challenge you. I am here to call on your greatness. And I am here to remind you that applying the extra degree of effort makes all the difference in the world. I also want to remind you that how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you are the bed maker, 
okay? That's like, la-di-da, la-di-da, okay? Whatever, I pulled it up. Doesn't matter that the sheets aren't straight. Doesn't matter that it's not even. Doesn't matter that it looks like a three-year-old did it. At least I did it. Like, look, at least I did it. Are we going for credit or are we going for excellence, okay? I want you to think of me every single morning when you're making your bed. I want you to think of me literally right behind you, riding you like Zorro, gently whispering in your ear, "Mm, you could do better. Is that your very best? And you want to know why? Because here's the thing. Once we cut corners, once we're okay with not doing our very best, once we create a habit of good enough, that shows up in every area of our life. Make good enough no longer an option. Take the extra two minutes. You know, they look like night and day, but it's probably an extra two minutes. Two minutes from good enough to excellence. You know, there's this video, and again, I don't know if I've ever talked about it in one of my things. It's called 212 Degrees, okay? It's a motivational video outstanding. Watch it. Okay. So take the extra two minutes, be excellent, make your bed with excellence. You can tell a lot about someone by the way they make their bed. Now you might try to justify it and think something like this. It might not be her way, but it's good. So do you have someone in your life that you might think is nagging you? Maybe like me, but here's the thing. It's not nagging. It's reminding you. And and then they say, well, It doesn't have to be your way. It's not your way. There's the right way, and then there's the lazy way, okay? There is no right way, okay? It's reminding you of your potential. We create our standard. We create our bar. We create our level of excellence. We get to decide if cutting corners is something that we are okay with. We get to decide if we're okay with sloppy work. We get to decide if good enough is our very best. And mark my words, when we do this, chances are you are cutting corners and not following through to be your very best in other areas areas. It begins with making a bed with perfection. So how many of you are going to think of me when you make your bed tomorrow? Okay. Send me pics. I want to see it. And you can send them at levelup.debbyneal on Instagram. Okay. Number three, simple habit. We've all heard it before. There's no way you haven't heard it. Read personal development. Leaders are readers. Reading stretches your mind. It expands your vision. It helps you discover yourself. It opens new dimensions of thought. It develops positive thinking. It gives you a better perspective of life. It builds confidence. It's one of the best ways to begin our day. It fills our mind and our heart up with leadership and love and positivity and possibility. But here's the thing. Most of you know this. You know this. And here's the truth. Most people don't do it consistently. They might get on a reading spree. I read a book. I feel like a million bucks. They might read for a month. They might read for six weeks. And they might think that's enough to cover them through for the next years, the next year. Most people don't do it consistently. Are you most people? Are you most people, are you here to level up? Are you here to take your success to the next level? Are you, are you done with making excuses? Because this little habit, when you apply it and, and, and do it, 
you're going to see results almost immediately in your energy, in your mindset, in your attitude, in your activity, all of it. It's that, it's, it's a simple habit. It's simple to do. It's so simple. It's also really simple not to do. And yet the result compounded over time is mind blowing. So imagine this. Okay. So what if you're committed to reading. You're going to create this habit, this daily habit, not this convenient habit, not like, oh my gosh, I have 20 minutes today. Like you're committed to reading. And I'm going to give you a, a, a small goal, okay? 10 pages a day, non-negotiable, okay? I don't care when you read it, read it in the morning. That's when I prefer to read it, okay? 10 pages a day, and I do more than 10. But I want to give you the, the, the power of simplicity, 10 pages times 365, there's 365 days in a year, equals 3,650 pages by reading 10 pages a day. Now, most books on average have about 200 pages, okay, give or take. So if you divide that, if you divide 3,650 by 200, that's 18 books a year. So do you see how a habit so simple, so small, 10 pages has the power to change you. Because again, your mind becomes your, your wiring system. It's how you're wired. It's how you think. It's how you show up. It's okay. So number four, such a powerful habit. You've heard it before. Affirmations. Same with reading. Most people know how important this is. Most, you're not most, don't do it consistently. And we went over this a few episodes. Most people talk to themselves. Affirmations allow you to talk into yourself. What are your daily affirmations? Do you read them daily? Do you say them out loud? Because this, my friends, is so key. Out loud, right? I am successful. I am wealthy. I am powerful. I am sexy. I am limitless. I am on fire. I am. I am. I am healthy. I am strong. I am grateful. I am a multimillionaire. Okay. We become what we think. Okay. And our affirmations, the more we say them out loud, Okay, out loud, because when you're saying it out loud, there's emotion attached to it. When you're just reading it in your head, right? So it's out loud. They eventually become a knowing. This is a habit. It's simple. It's small. It's easy. I mean, you're all looking in the mirror at some point, you know, whether you're getting ready, showering, looking in the mirror, stand in the shower, say affirmations, okay? It's small and it's easy, yet it's also easy not to do. These are daily habits. Most people do these habits when, oh, you know, they'll talk about their success and maybe you'll say to somebody, tell me what you did. And they're going to say, well, I did what I should have been doing all along, but then I also started to read regularly and affirm regularly. It's like, really? Okay. It's every day. So number five, start your day and end your day with gratitude. When we have an attitude of gratitude, it's a game changer. Make a list every single morning, every single night. What are you grateful for? What happened that day that you're grateful for? You're building a habit of looking for things to be grateful for. And we know what happens next. The more we focus on what we are grateful for, the more things we are grateful for show up in our lives. We attract what we are feeling. This habit builds feelings of gratitude. It's so simple to focus on the negative. It's so simple to get lost in the nonsense and the I'm not good enough and the distractions and the noise. Create a habit of gratitude and watch and see what happens. This is a small habit. It's simple. 
We have so much to be grateful for. Allow your mind and your heart to begin and end your day that way. Number six, exercise. Move your body. When we feel our best, we level up. We feel worthy. Our body, you guys, we have one body. This is the body taking us through life. Exercise helps us with obvious reasons, right? Weight management. It helps us to combat potential disease. It absolutely improves our mood. It boosts our energy. It promotes better sleep. It helps mental clarity. It raises our morale. It creates calmness. And all of these qualities help us become the very best version of us. This habit is so simple. You exercise 20 minutes a day, go for a walk. I'm obsessed about my Peloton. Those of you that I used to be a runner, okay? Whatever it is, move your body. Number seven, keep your room. I say your bedroom, but it could be your office, whatever. Clean your space. You guys, this is everything. I don't think we realize the energy that's in our space, it's either giving us peace or it's giving us agita, okay? And decluttering creates confidence and peace. And plus, here's the thing about decluttering. When we get rid of, we make room for new. When we hold on to old, it's like holding on to just baggage and there's no room for that newness and that new energy and the new everything. A clean room is energizing. It reduces anxiety. A messy room gives me full-blown anxiety. Like I can't, I could never do a podcast and be sitting here looking at a mess ever. I can't be in my office office and see a mess. I can't walk around my bedroom and see anything messy. And that's not OCD. It's it's calmness, right? A messy room reduces your energy. And we've gone over how important energy is. So about two years ago, um, I redid my master suite, my office, a few things. Now, when, when my house was built, I guess it's 13 years now, you know, traditional darker colors were much more in style than they are now. Now everything is very light. It's very airy. It's like white. It's gray. I love crystals. Okay. So about two years ago, I redid my master suite and my office. And when they were painted previously, again, it was more traditional. My office was like a dark mustard color. Okay. And I was told then it was a power color. And and you know, at one point it was, it was very pretty. It looked very traditional. My furniture was dark. I began, and if you guys followed me, um, over the, the quarantine, I basically, if it wasn't nailed down, I painted it. Okay. So my office furniture, I think I posted on my regular Instagram, Debbie Neal, like I, I did the before and after it was like dark. I posted it all light, but I'm talking about the paint here. I began like when it was very dark, I began to find myself feeling so heavy in that space. And now my office is like the lightest, lightest gray blue color. I got rid of 99% of the clutter in it. And here's the thing. I actually felt bad. It was a lot of like, I don't know, sentimental things, but meaning things that were like gifts for me in my business. But you know what? I gave it a new life. I actually took all of that stuff. I put it on my dining room table and I put it out to my organization and said, come take it because it was like a piece of my office. It was a piece of me. And that stuff can now like go on and have a new beautiful life somewhere else. But we have to get rid of the old to make room for the new. And my bedroom went from like a, like a rust color to all light, everything light. Like I feel a thousand times lighter. I'm more at peace. So the habit I was referring to 
was cleaning my room, right? So that's, I got on a tangent there. But how we decorate, how we paint our clutter organization, that's huge. But clean your room. Have your space be immaculate because that's a habit. Messy space, messy business. Messy space, unorganized success, okay? Number eight kind of ties into that a little bit. Hang up your clothes, like hang up your clothes. And this is such a small habit and we I'm guilty of it, not regularly, but I, I know when I was in college, I was very guilty of it, okay? And we all know what happens, like when we lose sight of it, all of a sudden there's clothes everywhere, it's on chairs, it's draped over the tub, we make it a habit. Like here's a small little habit, so simple. The second your clothes come off your body, is it dirty? Put it in the hamper. Is it clean? Put it away. It's like, it's like that simple. It's so simple. There's the habit right there. Dirty, hamper, clean, put it away. Leaders are organized. They keep their space tidy. Leaders know their personal spaces, everything. Same thing with your desk. Clear, open, ready for abundance, ready for success, ready for all the good things flowing to you. And the good can't flow to you with a bunch of crap all over the place. Okay. So number nine, this, this is something like that came with me, like from when I was little and I see that it makes a difference so much. Okay. Be the first one up to help when it comes to like cleaning the table, loading the dishwasher, offering to help. Like this is such a small habit and we never talk about it professionally, but it's like a really, really big deal. So I could remember and I'm certainly not saying I was the perfect kid, okay? But I can remember like being 11, 12, 13, from a young age, we'd go to my aunts, my uncles for dinner, the first one up, how can I help? Doing the dishes. Now, I love the reinforcement of them feeling so appreciative of me doing it, but it was, how can I help? What can I do? Give me a job. Same thing with my house growing up. And I realize now, when I look at what I do for a living, we really talk about the value of servant leadership, be a servant leader. No matter what age you're at, no matter where you are, be the first one. How can I help? What could I do? You're at somebody's house for a get together. How can I help? What could I do? You're at your own house now. If you're a mom, I know you're the first one up. I'm not saying that against dads, but I just know the way we work. Okay. So be the first one up to help. Number 10, my favorite, pray. Now, some of you might be like, I don't. Okay. To each his own. Okay. I pray to God. It's a habit every single day. There was times in my life that I fell short on this habit and it it has transformed me to bring that habit back into my life every single day, no matter what, because here's the gift that it gives me. First of all, praying and meditating are, are so big for me. I think so big for, for everyone who does it, but praying to me is when I talk to God and when I meditate is when I'm listening to him. He's talking back to me, okay? So it's the divine substance that governs our world. Like, Pray to your belief, whatever that is. Believing in something bigger than us is huge. This is a daily habit that's a game changer. It's a habit that demonstrates giving thanks, giving praise. We thank God for what he has given us, no matter what our circumstances. We can always thank God for his mercy, for his grace, and for loving us so much. It allows us to seek God's will because he has a divine purpose for all of us. And sometimes we forget that and we forget we attempt to control the outcome like i thank him for his plan and sometimes i've got this vision for my life or vision for my success or a vision for whatever it is 
like I'll pray for that and then be like, you know, this or something better. I trust you. This or something better. Because sometimes what we want isn't what he has planned for our life. But when we pray, we're kind of giving that up in faith. It builds trust. For me, it's a complete calm. I'm a better person when I pray. It keeps the most personal relationship to me being built on a daily basis, right? So those are 10 habits. They're so simple to do but they're also so easy to skip. And that's the difference. Our success, our growth, our expansion to the next level is found in our daily habits, right? So what are we going to do from now on? We are going to wake up early, okay? We are definitely going to be making our bed, okay? We're definitely going to be making our bed and we're going to make it like, not just make it, but like really make the bed, Okay. Then we're going to read because reading is absolutely huge, right? What was it? To make your bed. I have to think of it. What was number three? We're going to read. Number four, we're going to do our affirmations. We're going to do affirmations. What the heck was number five? I'm doing it on memory right now. Five is we're going to start our day and end our day with gratitude. Number six, we're going to exercise. We're going to move that body. Number seven, we're going to keep our room clean. Number eight, we are going to be the first one. Oh no, eight, we're going to hang our clothes. Nine, we're going to be the first one up. We're going to help because we are becoming servant leaders. And number 10, we're going to pray because there is something bigger than us. And without that force, right, the source, God, that moves all things. Our success our growth, our expansion to the next level is found in our daily habits. I can't wait to see all of your beds, okay? Next week, we're going to be talking about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So you guys, remember when you're you're listening to this, to like it and subscribe it, it means the world to me. And here's the great thing about subscribing. When you subscribe, every single time a podcast drops, which is every Monday, you get that amazing little reminder. So wishing you the greatest, most amazing week filled with these simple habits. Talk to you Monday.